The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes, that would be me. Welcome, moms and any dads, kids, pets listening. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We do focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world because sometimes, often, the world overlooks it. The media overlooks it. Okay, question. You know I like to start with a question. How is your peace meter? As a parent, as a mom... Are you in dire need of some peace in your life? Peace about your kids' safety, peace about your health or finances, peace about the future. Wouldn't it be nice to know a surefire way to find some peace? We've got some answers today from the author of Everyday Prayers for Peace, Brooke McLaughlin. She's also the leader of Million Praying Moms. And today she's here to teach us how to pray effectively for peace in our families, our kids' lives, our mom lives, you know, just about everywhere we can need or want peace. That's all coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.org. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back to the show, you guys. So glad that you tuned in to listen. I really hope that you've tuned in for a reason today and that this show is a particular blessing to you. A shout out to producer Jim, who I'm so grateful for, for all the things he does for us. Also a shout out to the moms all across the country who listen to us in different markets, including in Oregon, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, uh, also Little Rock, Arkansas, Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, right here in Colorado, Idaho, and of course, our longtime listeners right here in Denver. Also, a welcome to our podcast listeners. We're trying to grow our podcast. We're so grateful for those of you who tune in faithfully. Please share the podcast after you listen to it, if you think it would be a blessing to one of your friends. We can be found wherever you find your favorite podcast. Also, a quick shout out um, to my dog, Duffy. I just had to do that today. Uh, unfortunately, we got a, a diagnosis of a grave condition uh, yesterday, so he's probably not long for this world. So I just wanted to say his name on the air, our precious family dog, Duffy, a beautiful basset hound who is also hilarious. Um, and then one quick thing before we get to our guest, I need to memorialize somebody who was very important to Channel Mom. 
She was a longtime board member and uh, mother of four. She recently passed away at the age of 52. Her name is Corey Keith. She served on Channel Mom's board of directors, as I mentioned. But but here is something that I can tell you about Corey that that uh, kind of captures what a wonderful person she was. She was a cheerful giver just as the Bible asks us to be. She was humble in her service. And and she stepped up, I don't know, almost 10 years ago now, uh, when I said, you know, we're going to launch Channel Mom as a nonprofit because we've been sort of a, a little small company before that. And she said, don't worry, I've got it. I'll pay for all the catering. And that was thousands of dollars. And this was before she was a board member. So she wasn't obligated to do that. But that's the kind of person that Corey was, loved her children very much, loved her husband very much, uh, a loss to this world, Corey Keith. I just wanted to memorialize her today because she has been a huge part of Channel Mom. All right. Now, after all, <laughs> I managed to get through that without crying. Jim knows I'm a crier, and I was tempted multiple times to cry, but I did not cry. I want to get to our guest. She is Brooke McLaughlin. Man, does she have a bio. I cannot read it all um, because we wouldn't get to her interview, but she, uh, for over 10 years, served as the director of clinical services in a local pregnancy care ministry, something near and dear to my heart. Then she chose to stay at home with her boys, stay-at-home mama, much like I did for a little while. Um, she also founded some something called Raising Boys Ministry. I know we have at least one boy mom on our board of directors who's going to be interested in that. Raising Boys Ministries. And then she moved on to launch a new ministry called Million Praying Moms in 2019. She's written multiple uh, for multiple Christian resources. And uh, we're going to talk today about her book. Do you have other books too, Brooke? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, there, there we are. Praying. You got a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Uh, praying for boys, asking God for the things they need most, unraveled, hope for the mom at the end of her rope. And I won't go on, but she's got a lot of fabulous mom books. Uh, her most recent book we're going to talk about today is Everyday Prayers for Peace. Oh my goodness. I needed this book at this time. Thank you, Brooke McLaughlin, for being on Channel Mom. I am so glad to be here, Jenny, and I am just tickled to hear you say that you needed it personally. Thank you for that. Yeah, 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 I get that as an author of only one book. But when people (laughs) say that it spoke to them and they needed it, I think, oh my goodness, I'm so glad God is using my book. All right, so we're going to do something kind of funny before we get into the... Because we need a little levity on this show right now. Um, I'm gonna. I like to do something called the show setup soundbite, and I thought to myself, you know, when people go looking for peace in our modern secular culture, they go for a spa treatment, or they go and they try to, you know, they meditate or whatever it is. And I thought I'm gonna go look <laughs> for the sound that sort of sums up us seeking for peace in this particular day and time. And this is what I found. the typical spa music or like when you go to get a massage i mean i i feel like i ought to be there i feel like somebody's coming in right now with my green tea mask and my <laughs> exactly exactly that a shout out that is wonderful music native american sleep music it's called um but i thought yeah that we we try we grasp at things don't we it, to try to find some peace to try to find some rest in, in our modern day woes and worries and and all demands and stress right don't we we're just grasping for peace in this time are we not we really are. And I think, Jenny, the problem with that is, is as believers, we're looking for it in the wrong places. 
the reason we're not finding it or the reason that it only lasts for a second or two before the next wave of of chaos hits is because we're not looking to what God's Word says peace is. We're trying to find it in our circumstances. And I don't know about you, but my circumstances often feel a little bit like a roller coaster. Like, I mean, it's up, it's down, yeah. it's all over the place, especially with teenagers who bring drama into the house. And, and you know, I say that, and, and my, my two teenagers are not crazy with the drama. I mean, I often look at my my husband and I say, man, I really am so thankful for our relatively boring life. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, we're, we, we have lots of stuff that happens. There could be 20 different things that make us feel a hundred different emotions just in, in a couple hours. And as believers, I think Christ has given us a way that we, we don't have to let the circumstances that we're in um, define our peace and where we get it from and how long we can keep it. Easier said than done, which is why you're here Absolutely. to counsel us today. And I always yes. try to consider uh, those who are not there with God or with the Bible or with Jesus, because we definitely have listeners like that as well. So I'm going to read something that you wrote um, in, I think, the intro to your book. I've actually got the book open. So this is what you say. When we see the true value of peace with God... It overshadows every other kind of noise the world might throw our way. When we recognize that our greatest need is peace with God through the forgiveness of our sins and know in our hearts that no circumstance, good or bad, can take that peace away, every other noise that would try to steal it fades. We can then live in the calm assurance that if our greatest need has already been met, Through Jesus, every other need will be met according to the riches of God at the right time. Okay, so having read that, and and we're going to get into your steps. uh, You have sort of something you call the think, pray, praise method of daily prayer. I want to get into that. But I want to get really real and have you speak to every mom who's struggling today when it comes to peace, when it comes to peace with God, when it comes to overlooking circumstances and finding the kind of peace you're talking about, because you've got a great example of of fear in your own life and and something that you were having a hard time getting past in 20 or 30 years of living. Um, I mean, you're older than that now, but the first 20 or 30 years. Um, and, And so let me just use, and I don't normally use myself as an example because this show is not about me. It's about the precious moms who listen and the wonderful guests like you. But but in a week like I've just had, where I spoke at our former board of directors member, um, Corey, at her, her funeral, and her four kids were there, and she was 52 years old, and she passed away. I saw her in a coma and, and prayed over her before she died. And um, my husband's been through some medical things, and I've had to sit in the waiting room waiting for him to have a surgery and so on. Um, our dog really is, you know, he's got a huge tumor that they found yesterday, and he's probably going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping God will keep him alive for a while longer, but he's probably passing away, and it's depressing to be in the house mm-hmm. with a dog who's dying, um, and he's gasping for breath sometimes, and ugh, you know? And, yes, and, I do. And, and I've got two kids who are out of the home, and my husband and I are too busy, and I have aging parents who I love very much. And I think, oh, I I don't know how to get past my circumstances. And I know there are people with much more dire circumstances than mine, but I don't know how to get past them to find peace with, with my Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think it's an important place to start to say and just acknowledge that we are not trying to give a Pollyanna answer mm-hmm. to your listeners who are really, really struggling right now. Um, I don't necessarily think that the kind of peace that I'm talking about um, is easy to get, um, that it will 
be something we don't have to work for. I think it's something that we we have to know and understand where it comes from, and then we grow in it for all of our Christian lives. I, you know, I, I recently said to my pastor um, when we were going, my family was going through something difficult, I said, I wish I was just one of those people who exuded peace, you know? Like, I, I wish that I didn't have, that, that my gut reaction wasn't necessarily to go to a place of, of panic first. I yeah. wish that I could just go to peace first. And he said, sweetie, you're not old enough yet. Like, you haven't walked with the Lord long enough yet. You'll get there. You'll get there. And I'm 44, almost 45. I turned 45 this month, and I've been a believer since I was nine years old, and I've been walking really closely with the Lord since I was about 21, 22 years old. I'm not a newbie, but but I still have a long way to go. I am not the same Brooke that I was 10 years ago or even 20 years ago when it comes to my ability to get to a place of peace. I can do it much more quickly now than I could before because I have a different understanding of it. But I don't want your listeners to think that I'm trying to say that it should be easy or that if it's not easy for them, that there's something wrong with them because that's just not the human experience. It's not the normal human experience. But I think what we have to understand before we even worry about anything else is that in the Bible, God tells us that, that Jesus tells us that He is our peace. Mm-hmm. In fact, He tells us just before that, that we will have trouble. And I think that's a, that's an issue that a lot of, of believers and maybe even non-believers, um, experience that, that we're almost surprised when things don't go our way, or when they're harder than we think they should be, or or when God redirects us and we don't get to do what we really wanted to do, or when a family member is struggling, or listen, you're talking to a dog lover, an animal lover, my heart hurts for what you're you're going yeah. through. I've been through it. I've, I've been through it, and we have old dogs as well. It's it's around the bend for us, too. Um, you know, my kids have struggled. My aging, I have a dad who's 87 years old, and, and I know that, that every single day I have with him is a gift because yeah. I have way fewer left over than I, than I have had. And so I, I can relate to everything you're saying, but the, the truth of the matter is that we should not be surprised by the challenges of this life because God said we were going to have them. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. Um, but don't be discouraged, because I have given you my peace. In fact, he said, I am your peace. And if we can just begin the process, take one step outside of our circumstances and into that truth and begin to believe that God is not persecuting us, God is not singling us out. Yeah. Uh, we do not carry more amounts of stress normally than most people do. And yeah. um, when, when we get into that, I think we sometimes think, God, why are you doing this to me? But the fact of the matter is that we all have things that we have to deal with. And if we can get out of that, looking at the circumstances and keep our eyes on Jesus, who is our peace, our circumstances are going to change. Our circumstances are going to be hard. They're going to be. But Jesus is our peace, and that never changes, and it can't be taken away. And we can live. We only got about 10 minutes left, and I want to make sure we get to a couple things. But speaking of peace, I'm stressing about yeah, only having 10 minutes left. Um, you, you, I love that you are redirecting us because you can't tell us that our circumstances are going to be peaceful. 
But right. it, but if we refuse to make our circumstances our barometer, instead make God our barometer. I, I was in prayer one day, and I really believe I heard the Holy Spirit, Spirit say to me, I'm not out to get you. Mm. Because I'm just, I, I, I'm one of those people always waiting for the bad thing, always looking for the worst case scenario, always, you know, ma- making everything into a panic, right? Um, and, or catastrophic. That's just the way I think. But, but I'm gonna, I wanna get to at least two things. One is you talk about your own struggle with fear and control. And it has to do with the dark and a psalm mm-hmm. that you lead into, you lean into for your peace. And then before we leave, we got we got to do two things, Brooke. And I'm just, you know, making sure do some housekeeping here. We got to get into your daily me- method of prayer, and um, also tell them about, you know, the million praying moms. But tell people how you were able to finally overcome a return to fear that you had over and over again in your life. Well, specifically, as you said, my fear was related to the dark. Um, I was, like most other kids, afraid of the dark when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between me and all the other normal kids is that I never really outgrew it. Um, I really, really struggled well into my adulthood with feeling like bad things could happen when I was alone in the dark. And um, I struggled with it to the point that um, I often, I have a husband that works shift work and works a midnight shift a, a few times a year. I often really struggled to sleep when he was not there. Yeah. Um, I would often leave the lights on all through the house as if that wasn't a signal to any bad guys that I was there alone, but that, you know, that made me feel better yeah. um, to just know that I could see what was happening. Um, and, you know, and, and it was a struggle. I, I used to go to sleep saying over and over again, Psalm 4-8, I will lie down and sleep. I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me to dwell in safety. And that was a truth that I I knew it was true, but I was trying to believe it was true over and over and over again in my life. And I just, I just really struggled to believe it was true. And so God in his kindness allowed that fear of mine to come to a head. When we were early in our marriage, I moved for a new job before my husband did. We were about three hours away from each other. And I was living in a house by myself, and someone tried to break into the house. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I actually think it was our beloved bulldog that um, that kept them from, from breaking in because he went crazy when they started trying to break in the door. And, and uh, so from one dog lover to the other, you'll yeah. appreciate that part of the yes. story. But uh, they did not get into the house. But and they 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 left, but it left me completely paralyzed. Um, the next day, I, of course, I called the police. They came. I, I ended up staying with a cousin who lived nearby. And the next day, I went back to the house. And um, when I pulled up to the house, there was something different that I that I found. It felt like it felt like to me, although I don't know if this was true or not, that the person had come back and left things different. And when I walked into the house and realized that there were some things that felt different, I immediately began feeling the, what I call the fiery darts or what scripture calls the fiery darts of the enemy pounding me just, just over and over and over again. And I realized in that moment that if something different didn't change, I was going to be forever beaten down by the enemy with this fear. And I didn't want to live like that anymore. And I realized over the course of some weeks after that, that I did not trust the Lord to be good to me. That's that yes, even yes. if my worst I fear just, came true. Yes, I'm, I'm just going to quickly interject. That is the thing. 
That is the thing. That, that even if he gives you something hard, that he, he will get you through it and he will be good I- I- in it. And, and I think yeah. we don't believe that he really is going to be good to us. And I struggle with the same thing. So I just, I'm sorry to interject, but I just wanted to say that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was a process. It was, I was in my mid twenties when I finally was confronted with the truth of where that fear was coming from. That I, even if my worst fear came true, could I still trust that God was good and that he wanted to be good to me? And the answer is yes. Yeah. And and that is, that is, you know, I was allowing my circumstances or my fear of my circumstances or of what could happen in my circumstances to steal my peace. And God said it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. All right. We only have five minutes left, so we have to be efficient. Um, for the woman wanting to know about your everyday prayers for peace and the techniques you use, it is actually a 30-day devotional, so so mm-hmm. people can certainly pick it up. Um, and I just want you to quickly tell them your technique for prayer and, and how they can approach peace through that. And you have to be quick because we want to also talk about Million Praying Moms. Absolutely. It's called Think, Pray, Praise, and it is not rocket science. It is very easy to use. Take a scripture or a passage. We do love to encourage women to pray scripture Mm -hmm. in particular. So Mm -hmm. we take that, that passage or scripture and we really think about it. What does it mean? What is God trying to tell me? How does it apply to my life? And then we pray that scripture back to God. And if that's a new concept to you, we actually have scripture-inspired prayers for that book or that, that verse or passage written inside of the book so that, that gives you a starting point. And then we switch to praise. It feels like putting on your uh, rose-colored glasses at the end of your time, because if you started out your prayer time not really feeling like you had much to praise God about, if you spend time in His Word and then you pray God's Word back to Him, I guarantee that you will have something to praise Him about, and it will move you out into the rest of your day with the right perspective. Amen. Amen. And we can ever so slowly, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, learn to trust God and find his peace. Um, it, it's a battle, but you're 44, I'm 59. So it, it takes a while, but I feel like I'm on this very slow journey to it. And I think you probably do too. Um, so encouragement for every mom out there. So, so tell moms, how do they find your everyday prayers for peace? How do they find you and how do they find your organization? Million praying moms. Absolutely. So the book is available anywhere books are sold. You can go to Amazon or you can go, you know, anywhere you like to buy books and just type in Everyday Prayers for Peace and you'll be able to find a copy and grab it. Um, That would probably be the easiest way. But you can learn anything you want to about Million Praying Moms by simply going to millionprayingmoms.com. We have a podcast. We have uh, prayer resources uh, that guide you through praying through specific topics related to the challenges of motherhood. Yeah. Um, we have our, our Everyday Prayers Library, which is a series of books um, that are prayer journals leading you through the fruit of the Spirit and lots of great things to just really help you, whether you're a beginner or you're somewhere in the middle or you're a seasoned prayer warrior, there is something for you to help you take the next step in prayer. And are there a million or is that the goal? Um, it was the goal when we started. There's not a million moms on any one single channel. But if yeah. you look at like Instagram, Facebook, podcasts, all those things, um, I'm pretty, but I'm pretty sure with the reach that we have in those areas that we have, we have reached a million moms and continue to just ask the Lord to help us reach more with the message. Amen. I'm going to join and I think I'll probably promote it to our audience because we all need it. Um, I, I want to leave with day three and you can just maybe have a quick word about it. Um, peace is your gift is day three in your book. 
Peace yeah. I leave with you. This is uh, John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your hearts, or sorry, let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. And surely if God asks us not to be afraid and to not let our hearts be troubled, he knows it's possible. So, so I love, so just a final word, 30 seconds, Brooke, that you want to speak into a mom's life. Absolutely. Jesus is offering you this gift. In fact, peace is one of the fruit of the Spirit. So if you are a believer, even if you don't have what you feel like is any peace in your life, that's yeah. not true. You have love, joy, peace, patience, the whole list. You have at least a seed of peace in your heart now. And if it is a seed, then it can be grown. And as you pay attention to it, as you look for your peace in Jesus and not in your circumstances, I promise you that over time, you will become the more peace-filled person that you long to be. Amen, sister. And that's a great reminder. It's a good thing to, to land on that we do have peace. If we believe in Jesus, we do have peace, even if we don't feel like we do. It's just a lie of the enemy that, you know, tells us we don't. Um, bless you, my friend. It's nice to meet you over the air. And thank you for being on Channel Mom. Thank you so much, Jenny. Sure. That was Brooke McLaughlin. She is the uh, author of Everyday Prayers for Peace. What a blessing. And this is the time in the show where I hopefully give you some peace by reminding you of how important you are as a mama. Thank you for all that you do, all that you sow into your children's lives, how well you love everything in your house, your plants, your pets, your kids, your spouse. Uh, you sacrifice a lot, I know you do, but you're making the world a better place by the way in which you love your children, so thank you. Check us out at channelmom.org, all the ways we can serve you. Pray for us, you can donate to us to keep us going. Channelmom.org, and follow us all over social media, at channelmom. God bless you guys. If Channel Mom Radio and Podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to ChannelMom.org and click Donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together. Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click Donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom. Mom.